Where are you now? And what stories will you tell? Hello and welcome to the second episode of Where Are You Now? A podcast project by the Rhodes University School of Journalism and Media Studies. This year, the School of Journalism and Media Studies celebrates their 50th year of existence. This anniversary this year and this podcast aims to celebrate the skills, expertise and knowledge that have been passed through its doors. We ask the question, what stories will you be telling? I am Sipesi Lesibaya. Together, you and I will journey to hear some of these compelling stories brought to you by the JMS2 podcasting class. For more exciting news on the JMS50 celebrations, you can follow us on social media at Rhodes underscore JMS. Remember to use the hashtag JMS50 and visit our website at www.jms50.ru.ac. While I have your ears, be sure to listen to our sister podcast, Uhambololuimi. Uhambololuimi. The journey of the language. Nlela Yaririmi. Ruendo Raro Ambo. Indoni Leo Yumela Piao. That is my genesis. Hezo Nibu Vohanga. Imasungulo Yamina. And Corona Diaries. Corona Diaries. I diary a COVID. Di COVID are foreigner. I diary yo COVID. Di Pukutachicha Corona. The stories behind the mask. The stories after the mask. The stories behind the mask. Is in Dabang, the you can find them where you find your podcasts. There are different but equally inspiring and beautiful reasons why our alumni first stepped through the doors of our school to pursue a degree in journalism and media studies. The same can be said about the second year journalism and media studies class of 2022 and the events that led them up to making the same choice as the alumni of our school. We will hear from Leandra Reddy a second-year journalism and media studies student in which they tell the story of how they ended up at Rhodes University and doing the JMS course. For Leandra, she had always known that she wanted to pursue a career in writing, but coming to Rhodes University was not what she envisioned for herself. In the following, she tells us of the road less traveled and how she eventually ended up becoming a student at Rhodes University. We spend every single moment of our lives worried about what it is that we are going to do next. Planning our meals or writing a schedule. What do we do when we don't know our next step? When the world as you have known for almost 18 years is about to change, it's difficult to find a balance between the known and the unknown. University is a scary and unknown place. And for me, it was the place that changed my life as I had known. I always knew that whatever I had decided to do with my career, I would be in the writing field. It was where I knew I belonged. When choosing my university, for so long I had built this idea in my head that I would go to this big university in Cape Town or maybe Johannesburg. When it came time to fill out applications, I had decided to give Rhodes a chance, but never in my life had I thought that I'd actually come to this place. Even after I had received my acceptance letter, 
I had convinced myself that this was not where I belonged. When something is unfamiliar and strange, we tend to block out the good and exciting part. I was so determined to not leave home, to stay where life is familiar and recognizable. I felt as though there were so many circumstances pushing me towards staying and not leaving home. My mother had fallen ill and I knew that leaving would cause more stress and worry rather than being the stress-free environment it should be. The unknown place is less traveled. You only ever choose to travel down such a road when you know that you have a safety net that will catch you when you fall. There's a very popular saying that goes, reach for the moon and if you miss, you will land amongst the stars. I knew that I didn't want to be just another star. I wanted to be the brightest and biggest star anyone had ever seen. But at the end of the day, you are just another star. I reminded myself that no matter your circumstances, always strive to do your best. Even if everyone seems to tell you otherwise, no one is living your decisions. Take that step and walk into the path less traveled. In complete contrast to Leandra, Amy Bissick had always dreamt of studying at Rhodes University and pursuing a Bachelor of Journalism. And although she was accepted to study at the university, her application for the Journalism and Media Studies program was unsuccessful. But that did not stop her from fulfilling her dream of becoming a Journalism and Media Studies student. At the end of her first year, she reapplied for the course, and now she is currently a second-year student and Media Studies student at Rhodes University. Dear diary, it's been ages since my last entry. I know, I am the worst. It's terrible, and I always say that I'm going to get better at it and that I'm going to commit to writing in you every day, but I don't. The only difference is, now I am self-aware, way more than the naive girl back then who didn't even know whether she wanted to come here, to this place so far away from everything she's ever known. Looking back at a younger me who was so nervous for reasons, that seem almost unrecognizable to me now. As you would have recalled, I somehow thought I failed my trick the day I received my marks via SMS at 3am in the morning. Maybe it was my burnout and sudden surge of panic attacks. The events of the entire year had all come back to me that night, and I ended up crying myself to sleep. I awoke to my family ecstatic that I had in fact passed. Much to my confusion, I realized that I could in fact apply to Rhodes University, the same university I stayed at during the Grahamstown National Arts Festival back in July of 2019. It was so exciting and I could just picture myself learning English and art and becoming my own person, despite it being all the way in the Eastern Cape and I was just a dreamer from KwaZulu-Natal. So I applied. I did not make it into a Bachelor of Journalism, much to my disappointment, but I got into a Bachelor of Arts. I took this as a sign that maybe my dreams of being an editor at some literature firm and being paid to read books all day was not in the cards for me. As you can imagine, dear diary, this came as a bit of a painful surprise for me. 
you know the many fictional characters I've fallen for over the years and how desperately I wanted to ask some of my favorite authors about their beautiful worlds I escaped to. Couldn't you see me with Jenny Hahn swooning over the Fisher Boys and dreaming about being Billy Conklin from The Summer I Turned Pretty? But it seems I needed to resort to my next passion. Option two was an art museum curator, my second love. If I could not secure a degree that enabled me to read all day, surrounded by the boy next doors and knights in shining armor, then I would try to get paid to stare at art, watch Van Gogh's starry night light up the room, and Monet's water lilies peacefully flow past. It's a brilliant consolation prize if you ask me. Then I missed the first deadline to make a deposit, and I was sure that at this point I was never leaving Durban, and I could kiss my dreams goodbye. Somehow, it all worked in my favour. I got my payments in, and I was off to the Eastern Cape, for I was certain was my moment, my time to truly find myself, to get out of my comfort zone. I remember being swept up in the chaos of orientation week. My mother and I unpacked my huge suitcases into my shoebox dorm room, and I met one of my best friends, my next-door neighbour, Madeline. There were hall chants every morning and laughter and dancing in the evenings. In between adjusting to being on my own and eating dining hall food, which isn't the worst thing in the world, I met my next forever friend, Guthle Konke, also known as Kush. We had just started our routine of university, tackling the insane location of our hilltop residence. And then, five weeks later, we went into the national lockdown. I remember how excited we were for two extra weeks of vacation to see our families that all the first years, including myself, miss so dearly. Little did we know, once those emails letting us go home early had come in, once we boarded those planes, got in our cars and left for our early vacation, we had just kissed our first year experiences goodbye. That's what the COVID-19 pandemic did. It took away lives, and in our case, a proper university experience. We were all isolated and felt like it was the end of the world while we waited for the Zoom meetings to stop buffering. For a while, we all believed that this was how life was going to be. Living indoors, terrified to breathe air again or touch something that hasn't been doused in sanitizer. I couldn't see my friends, go to the movies, sit in a park or visit family. All the museums were closed, the stores were shut down, and it really felt post-apocalyptic. Second year rolls around, and after being left with the ache of not being able to do the things that brought me joy, I decided to attempt option one again. I had decided to try because I was surrounded by journalism students, and it seemed that all my friends were so excited about what they were doing. I knew it was risky and I was thoroughly convinced by nobody else but myself that I was not cut out for this course. But here I am, learning so much more than I came here for, constantly being shown that I do not need or want to limit myself. I could do anything if I truly put my heart and soul into it. Learning how to design a newspaper and magazine spread, or how to interview people and capture their stories. I am a storyteller an artist, and the mediums I use do not need to be as simple as a pen or paintbrush. There's so much I can and will do with media, and it's just the beginning. The only regret I have is not sticking with it sooner. 
So, dearest diary, until next time. So far, we have heard from Leandra Reddy and Amy Bezik. Although their story of coming to Rhodes University differ from each other, they are connected by their shared love for journalism. The same could be said about Valentine Ntusi. Valentine's love for photography was first developed when she had to take mandatory photos of her sister and was further realized as a career when third-year photojournalism students at Rhodes University worked with her high school. Valentine continues the theme of why journalism at Rhodes University. I'm sure everyone who has an older sibling can agree with me when I say having an older sibling means that you get bullied, just legally. <laughs> My sister bullied and bribed me into doing things for her. I'd always hear her footsteps making a rhythmic click as she'd make her way to my room, open the door and just bluntly say, If you don't come take pictures of me right now, I will not make breakfast for you. I would immediately jump from the bed and go with her. Basically, my big sister bullied me into being her personal photographer. She'd dress up and make me take pictures of her in different outfits and in different locations. She did not care about the weather. It would be raining cats and dogs to the point where you can hear the murmuring sound of the rain. But my sister would just make me wear my raincoat. She would post all those pictures on social media and got a lot of likes. In all honesty, her level of trust in me in taking her pictures turned this dreadful exercise into a hobby. As I grew older, I was more of the friend that was always behind the camera and hardly in front of it. The more my friends fell in love with the pictures that I captured by me, the more that I loved being behind the camera. However, I never saw it as something that I'd study for and actually pursue a career in. I'd always see people taking pictures of celebrities in red carpets during awards, but somehow never saw myself studying for it. I didn't even have a favorite photographer, nor even knew one. Nevertheless, all of this changed in 2019, when my high school got the opportunity to work with the third-year photojournalist students from Rhodes. When it was announced during assembly, I didn't even know what photojournalist was. But since the lecturer said that she'll explain it further to those who are interested after school, I made sure to stay behind. Till this day, I am grateful that I stayed behind because it was only then did I realize that I can actually study photojournal and most importantly do what I love. We were even given access to cameras to take pictures of what we think is important and what we are passionate about. Our mentors would come to the location in Josa and take a scroll with us in the streets. They got to know us and our township through our lenses. Little did I know that there was going to be an exhibition for this collaboration. And let me tell you, it gets better. One of the pictures that I took was in the poster of the exhibition. Now, for me, that was confirmation enough that I have what it takes to become a photographer. And what better place to polish my skills than the School of Journalism? I vowed to myself that I'm going to study journalism at Rhodes and look at me now. When I got accepted to study what I love, that was just God showing me that if I put my mind to it, I can achieve it. I am now a second-year journalism student at the School of Journalism and Media Studies. Oh, and the name of the exhibition was Masazan, which means let's get to know each other through each other's lenses. I will forever be grateful for that collaboration as it made me who I am today. I now see the Masazani poster in the journalism building next to the elevator and just think to myself, how far I have come and how far I'm still going. We have come to the end of this episode. Remember, you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Do keep a lookout for the next episode. In the meantime, remember, 
You can also listen to our companion podcasts, Uhambolo Luimi and Corona Diaries. Engage with us on Twitter at Rhodes underscore JMS using the hashtag, hashtag JMS50. Until next time. Xe, uvanje ngamanje, uhokai honajwane. Where are you now? Honabiano, uupingo, ingabe uguukunje ngamanje. Where are you now? And what stories will you tell?